Material Components, Season 2, Episode 45, Catching Up with Mr. Zinn. Greetings and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about a galaxy of magic and the adventurers who live there. I'm your humble dragon master, Mike Gargoni, and joining me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Hey, adventurers. Thanks for being here. Heck yeah. Happy to be here. I'm happier to be here. It's not a competition. But if it is, I'm winning. Damn it, he beat me. Hey, everybody. Uh, I'm Olivia, and I am playing Florian of Akalar. Just going to roll through that. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I am Elliot, and I am playing Shay. I am Michael, and I'm playing Oswald Octavian Theophilus III. And I'm Reed, and I'll be playing Amari. Indeed. And of course, before we begin today's session, I have to ask the same question I ask every time, and that is, Olivia, do you remember what happened last time? I do. I have, in fact, taken the best notes I've taken all season about <laughs> about last episode, um, because we the the good ship Tiresias was Tiresian. yeah the good ship the Tiresian. That's why I said yeah yeah doesn't really work anyway. We got a distress signal um, in kind of the middle of nowhere and came across the Phantom Queen, which was a ship seemingly piloted by a by a single inhabitant um, that had kind of completely lost power. <clears throat> the inhabitant was a totally 100% normal, nothing else going on there, stetter woman named Babbed Morikan, who we found out last episode makes makes f- fate wielding cards that are called that is the one thing that i didn't write down i feel so bad <laughs> they are tarot cards and she is an etsy grandma yes etsy grandma what is her etsy name oh etsy grandma no that's it has to be something punny and Oh, I thought it was just the name of her ship. Yeah, uh, you could find her Phantom at Queen. Phantom Queen. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. good. Yeah. <laughs> Shay stepped up to do their whole being good at technology thing. Yes, as Elliot wiggles their fingers. And discovered that the like the warp core had been completely drained of like any and all power to a degree that like happens sometimes, but only when you push your ship past the limits, it's kind of supposed to go to. So who knows what, what the hell she's doing. <laughs> and then in thanks, she gave all of us uh, readings on th- three of these lovely little decks that she makes. And I, said before this episode began that I wasn't going to read everyone's tarot cards and I'm not because that's going to take a long time but they were ominous as fuck go go listen to the go listen to the last episode right now and be afraid for us (laughs) 
Highlights include the drawing of the Fey Queen card for Shay, the drawing of the unstoppable machine that is the uh, the acolyte of the Fey for Florian, a drawing of a certain Lifebane Fey card for Mr. Oswald Octavian Theophilus III, and wouldn't you know it, the Warlock for everyone's favorite <laughs> mech pilot. What are the odds, I ask you? One in nine, that ain't, were the odds. Yeah. Ain't nothing bad ever happened during these terrible readings. It's true. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we we met a nice, nice lady, and she did some nice, nice spooky shit for us. It's true. And that was the episode. And you did a good we deed by yeah, stopping and helping a kind old lady who has nothing else going on other than being a kind old lady who sells decks of artistically flavored cards on whatever space Etsy is in this universe. Yeah. That's all. So yeah, that's what that's what the episode was. And mm -hmm. all of that was of course in the midst of the somewhat ongoing turmoil behind your decisions involving certain oh the 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 phrase doomsday artifacts have been bandied about about the god's tech that is still in your possession. Yeah. You know what's so funny about that? I was so excited about these tarot readings that I I just plum forgot about the <laughs> fact that we have those still. <laughs> Whoopsie. Yeah, so when Florian gets Delta card talking about a dread machine and you forget about the gods tech in your possession, huh, okay, I'll just leave that alone. But leastways, as you... Take your leave of the Phantom Queen. You are left in the possession of those God's Tech devices, still on your way, in a vague manner, back towards Akalar, kind of kicking the decision down the road, as it were, hoping to come to some better inflection point by the time you reached the location where one of these objects was being held in trust by the world itself, it seems, based on some of your suppositions about what was going on with this particular piece of God's tech on that world and how certain fungus lizards reacted to its presence and those who had also been in contact with God's tech. You are also in the accompaniment of a certain ex-legion individual known as Harcourt, who you intend on dropping off at a certain point in order for him to make his way back to the Cole Foundation by himself so that he might not be associated with the group of terrorists that you were sent to deal with that were comprised completely of ex-military individuals, which seems perfectly reasonable. But that has yet to occur. Harcourt is still on the Tiresian as of right now. And you all find yourselves a few days out from your return to Akalar, still in tow, with all of these things, both emotional and physical baggage. So Oracle Zero, there was talk of some continuing discussions about what to do with the 
God's tech in your possession, you have a couple of options about individuals you might want to contact to help come to a nexus point of decision here. You also have a decision to make about where to drop Harcourt off on. Seems as though dropping him off on Akalar might be a, a little cruel, seeing as that is where you picked him up from, but it is an option, I suppose. We do know of another planet full of snacks and... No, nobody <laughs> knows about it. Doesn't exist. Not with that attitude. I will have as much attitude about snack lords. <laughs> I wish. I One have the us... XP to make it real. I can do it. <laughs> One of us is going to die briefly and we're going to wake up and someone will be like, welcome. Welcome to snack <laughs> It was real. I'll give you this. Snackalar does exist. You just have to find it. G- great. Cool. Awesome. I know what I'm doing after we finish this campaign. <laughs> it's not in this galaxy. So it like I said, after this campaign. <laughs> along um, the way. <laughs> so, Oracle Zero, you are still in transit. The continuing loop of warp and then wait, warp and then wait dragging along through hours and days, winding your way back towards where you just were before confronting the children of eight here. I imagine we're all sitting in the, what we use as a conference room. I don't remember the, I'll have to check my notes on the layout again. There's like a mess uh, hall where there's a adequately sized table and as far as I know, unless you've stashed them elsewhere, the pieces of God's tech are still out there in the midst of that table. When the bowl's got fruit in it. No, it doesn't. <laughs> oh, it definitely does, does not. Hapari <laughs> keeps putting fruit God. in there and we keep uh, taking it back out. That Jesus. Might as well serve a function. Come on. No. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> Y'all don't have any fun with this. No fun with the doomsday devices. Do you want to touch the bowl and go out of your body across hundreds of miles? It sucked. Has there been any experimentation with either piece no. of God's deck? <laughs> of mm. course not. I say looking directly towards the player say, who controls Oswald. Yeah. Huh. I mean, I would certainly... Mm. <laughs> that's not a no not a no <laughs> he's certainly considered it we'll see how long we have have this thing um, okay alright yes. the, la- the, uh, the annihilation guess- pillar and the amplification bowl are both at your disposal should you wish I, I guess at the very least he would use ship sensors to at least take a look at these devices. Okay. And using the heightened sensors arrays of the Tiresian, you would be able to determine that the pillar has a strange etheric signature to it, but that seems right. Given what you know about, uh, Atheum glass, which you know at least a piece mm-hmm. of this thing is composed of. The bowl has a very odd sensor reading. It detects as 
a strange parabolic arc of etheric readings as though it'll be heightened one moment and flatlined the next. And it has sort of a waveform pattern to its readings. Interesting. Can I just over a select period of time, just kind of see if I can uh, create sort of a readout of what that waveform looks like and just record that. Yeah, sure. Great. Anything else the rest of you are doing on this journey back towards Akalar? You know there are some people you can call. You know there are troves of data you still have at your disposal. There are certain stockpiles of Fae that may have been greatly reduced in the recent past. Yeah, Shea would probably be like... Like, I know we don't. I don't have, like, the resources... Or I don't have as many resources at my disposal as I would on the Storm's Repose, but, like, trying to figure out what happened. Because, like, I have theories, but, like, where they all go? Yeah, it's difficult to parse. There are certainly ways of determining that. But getting specifics without directly interfacing with the Fae involved is yeah. where it starts getting tricky. And yeah, it, it, it definitely appears as though there was a slow but steady decline in population rates inside this little data preserve that you created. Yeah. Just put them on the ship. Oh, boy. Just do it. No, we, I... we are the ship now. Okay. Open actually, the pod bay this... doors, Hal. <laughs> <laughs> no, this actually, not to, you know, peek too far behind the curtain, but this might actually be the catalyst for our discussion about a cer- calling a certain person. I think uh, if we're setting the scene in the mess hall uh, around our two very cool um, pieces of installation art, I would say... Okay, um, I know that we've talked before about our potential misgivings of Mr. Zinn, but so all of those Fae that I, the the ones I managed to get off of. Asclipses. Not Talgan 3. Why do I keep going to Talgan 3? <laughs> Asclipses. Kind of, right, long story short, I was taking, like, you know, three months or whatever on the Storm's Repose to kind of get them all into one uh, place in, like, data storage to kind of figure out what was going on with them and try to figure out a plan of what to do with them in the meantime. Hmm. So, in the time that we've been on this mission, there's only one left now. Hmm. Okay. And I don't know Uh. how that happened. It's bad. It's certainly something I'm very concerned about. And... Yeah, uh, question. <sighs> Has it gotten, like, bigger? Like, is it more powerful now? Did it, like, the consume one the left. other ones? See, okay, the thing is, I have no idea. Okay. Unless I were to talk to it. Mm-hmm. Talk to them, interface with them. You know, like doing a a a a, a dive into 
this space I've created. I'm not going to know. And that's a thing that, A, is very dangerous under the best of circumstances, and building those good circumstances is extremely difficult. And not something I think that I could do on my own. Okay. And uh, dragons, damn it, the only person I know who is better at this shit than I am is Mr. Zinn. And if whatever is happening in this fey preserve that I've created has anything to do with whatever bigger shit is going on, I'm just looking for sounding board shit. You know, like, hey, that sounds like something we should talk about, or now we'll figure it out, or who are you again? Go back to working on the mech. I know you guys wouldn't (laughs) say that, but you know what I mean. I, I think I think you're right. Uh, I was thinking the same thing in regards to the two God's Tech devices um, that we have found. We have talked a bit about how to deal with them, but without fully understanding them, we don't know how to dispose of them. Or if returning them to where they came from is good. I think that... It would behoove us, once again, Florian, very sorry, but it's I think we should- It's worse when you apologize. I do, I do. <laughs> I didn't even think about it until you said sorry. Well, well some, some, uh, somebody once told me that it was offensive, and but frankly, I, uh, I, they might have been messing with me now that I think about it in Yet context. you still use the word, interesting. No, well, um, I, can, I can't help but not, but either way, yes, the point is, you are right, Shay. Uh, we have two, now we have two very serious problems, well, problems, uh, questions that need answers. Uh, perhaps it's time for a outside perspective. Plus, it might be good for us to check in after, you know, successfully completing our mission. Yeah. Somebody should know we are not dead. Other than Duma, of course. Quick question. Is Duma and or Harcourt a part of this conversation? I mean, is Duma piloting at the moment? or yes. So I suppose not. We will fill him in later. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then Harcourt, I, he doesn't have, I mean, we're not like, get out or anything, but, he, you know. Uh, perhaps the less that he knows, the better for his own Ooh. safety. Yeah. The other thing too Especially is he's also this... not like part of the team, right? Yeah. 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 Because Mr. Zinn and our contact with him is like not official. It yes. would be probably better to yeah. keep that on the DL. Um, before we contact Mr. Zinn, what do we mention and what do we not mention? Okay, so. I think that this needs to be an honest conversation. And I mean that in the sense that, like, we call him, he picks up, and, like, right out the gate, we're like, hey, we don't trust you. Mm. You need to, like, we're going to, like, ask you some pretty, like, fucking deep-ass hard questions. And, like, you got to be honest with us, man. Hmm. 
Yes, perhaps a sign that we he could give us so that we know that we can trust. Generally, a give and take is required for these kinds of things. I mean, what does that look like? I don't know. No fucking yeah. clue. <laughs> no idea. Perhaps we could ask him, uh, <laughs> how can he prove to us that he is that not seems like that sounds good. Huh? That sounds fucking foolproof, my friend. Yes, excellent. <laughs> Let's do it. Call him up. <laughs> hey, character, how can you solve all of our problems? Please tell us. Also, person that we don't know the motivations of, how can you prove your your motivations? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I think that sounds perfect. <laughs> I think we just ask his advice on what we should do about all those things, and if it sounds hinky, we just don't do it. Yeah, but like, then what? Well, we figure it out from there. I suppose. What if we couch it all in hypotheticals? That would work I great. Don't, I don't... Would be completely think... non-suspicious. For sure. <laughs> Let's just I think say he's like maybe slightly smarter than that. Yeah, no, you're right. Just, just like a touch. <laughs> so a friend of mine found some God's tech. Now, yeah. what would they so do like, with it? Oh, what if somebody found something that could like destroy the galaxy? It would be weird, yeah. like you know, spitballing, but. Hmm. <laughs> Right. Uh, the other thing, do we mention Harcourt? I say oh, no, 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 that is not necessary. Right. Yes. Yes. I barely I barely want to know about Harcourt. So, yeah. Who? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There we go. Great. Cut cut down to the storage facility where Harcourt's just like eating a pear, looking down sadly at the floor, just alone. <laughs> the sound <laughs> travels through the vent and you can hear exactly <laughs> what we're saying. Oh man. I don't know why the specificity of a pear made it so much funnier to me, but it did. Because <laughs> pear is the saddest fruit. It's shaped like a teardrop. Mm -hmm. um, so, good. Oh. He could stand to be a little more introspective. Uh, or, or rather, uh, hey, Harcourt, by the way, I hope you're being introspective down there. <laughs> or you're grounded. So... Right, so we're all in agreement then. Yeah, Shall we... let's just Wait. fucking do it, I guess. Yes, let's do it. Your comms equipment is up on the bridge, so that would be the best place to communicate with him. Uh, that would also end up rolling Duma into that conversation as he would be nearby. It's true. Heading on up to the bridge, do you leave the gods tech there? Do you want to show it off when you make this phone call? No. no, no, but I, but also leaving it out might be mm, you know, just. I mean, no, Harcourt hasn't stolen it in the yeah. days and also where slash we weeks go yeah. slash put it. Yeah, even still, just even just the idea. Like, imagine a mothball falls falls in it, and all of a sudden, everything is made of dust. That's that horrifying. What yeah. if we turn the bowl upside down? That's we, we hmm. spend we spend <laughs> no. twenty minutes turning the bowl upside down. <laughs> this is an interesting idea. <laughs> interesting. Keep in mind that 
simply touching the bowl is what triggered it for <laughs> Shay last yeah. time. Yeah. Okay, That's why I said what if we, we spend 20 minutes because we have to like figure out how to turn it over without touching it. Oh, I'm well, saying what if we just get convex or concave scythe has no relevance to its effect. <laughs> Does it, anything happen if we put a barrier between us and the bowl? Say us in like oven mitts. Tarp over it. <laughs> now everything's tarps though. <laughs> <laughs> Something you would also know is that uh, in your time since your confrontation with the children of Aetir, Harcourt has avoided those God's Tech pieces like the plague. He seems afraid of them. As, As he should, should be. be. Yeah. The fact that we aren't is really dumb. Oh, I'm mega afraid. <laughs> well, this is a fine line between terrified and curious that I generally like to live my life. Heading on up to the bridge, Duma is more than happy to send out a call to Mr. Zinn using your above average comms equipment that you have here aboard the Tiresian. It is not hard to find the nearest comm relay buoy that then projects your signal out into the galaxy. Uh, should we be encrypting this call or whatever? Oh, yes. Most definitely. Okay. Um, and the Tyrese is well equipped to do that sort of thing. Okay. Yeah. Do I need to roll for it? Nah. Well, let's just assume you have the wherewithal and the skills to make your ship work the way it is intended to, and your calls are probably not going to be observed by anyone else. If they are, then they're powerful enough that there wouldn't be a damn thing you could do about it anyway. Exactly. That bodes well. Well. Mr. Okay. Zinn, what are you doing when this call comes in? Ooh, now this is interesting. Pancakes. Bubble bath. Pancakes. <laughs> uh, I was also <clears throat> going to say bath. Oh, I believe uh, Mr. Zinn is uh, sitting in his office, looking over some paperwork on his desk, uh, reviewing progress reports from various teams, Briefly, like, looking out through the windowless barrier out his office across the world and uh, just glancing up at the sun briefly. And then the call comes through and push the button and say, Zin. Hey. Oh. Oh, good. You're alive. <laughs> I was beginning to worry. It'd been return spans? least. So I take it that Galar went all right. Are you able to locate Harcourt? Did tell him that full thing, didn't we? <laughs> uh... <laughs> you absolutely did. <laughs> Putting a hand over the receiver. Uh, we told Harcourt to like get fake documents that two times ago, right? We told him to do that to like change his name and shit. Uh, I'm you almost positive we did. You came to the conclusion that that shouldn't have been necessary, given that... Oh, yeah, because Coal Foundation like may or may not do that deep of a, a dig. And they, they did hire Florian. <laughs> yeah. Had they hired me? <laughs> that was literally the point that we made last time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, hey, hey, wait. We'll just tell him we flipped him, right? Like, that's what he wants us to oh, do with mm -hmm. that other bitch, right? So we're yeah, good. Yeah. We flipped him. We flipped hey, him. Shay. Shay. Yeah. Shay. 
you realize that you're on hologram. We flipped him. Cool. And he was super helpful uh, in just uh, our mission to uh, fuck up the children of eight here. Solve the whole thing. Oh, that's wonderful. Love for you to elaborate. Uh, what mean- happened on Akalar? You obviously you found Harcourt. You were able to flip Harcourt, and that mm-hmm. eventually led into defeating the children of eight here. But is there any? Did everything just go so swimmingly? If so, that's wonderful. Ridley, I kind of yes. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't go not swimmingly. Uh, but that's we know that the Cole Foundation and whoever you work for is something way bigger than just an aid organization, or at least we're pretty sure. <laughs> From nearby, Duma would How say, "We are. We are now." We're making some pretty bold assumptions. Just as surprised as you, Duma. By the way, hello, Duma. Hello, Mr. Zinn. (laughs) Oh, please, Duma, I've told you before, call me Revenald. Okay, Mr. Zinn. It's like when you say it like that, though, it's like, okay, but surely there's something more going on here. How committed are you truly to the safety and well-being of all the living things in this galaxy. He's going to say yes. Like, truly. Like- so, Mr. Zinn is doing what I'm doing, which is, like, kind of taking a breath and, like, looking confused on the on the little display that you've got of him. Uh, v- very, I feel like I need more context here. What happened? Shay kind of looks to Florian and then to Amari and Oswald, just sort of like aging. Like, I, the children have of eight here. Huh? We have them. We have a bowl. We have a bowl. We got a bowl and a Hey, Mr. Zinn, we got a bowl. Yeah. Uh, no, the, uh, the God's Tech that uh, the children of eight here were looking for. We secured them. Recovered them. The things All right. that we found and were trying to use in tandem with each other could potentially have destroyed all Aether in the galaxy. Um, yeah, that was pretty that much you... our reaction, too. Yeah, yeah. It's, wh- it's why, we, why we're asking if you're, like, committed to not being... Uh, uh, shitty. <laughs> you understand the uh, the yes. importance. <laughs> yes, yes. And wow. quite All frankly, I mean, one of them's a thing that destroys aether, and one of them's a thing that amplifies stuff. So, and we've seen. Well, we saw the uh, annihilator is what we've been calling it—the annihilator in action—and. The bowl certainly amplifies shit. I touched it. I became the ship. It's very uncomfortable. That's odd. Yeah. Anyway. So the overall point is... And you trust me, yes. And what can I do to gain your trust? Make sure and help us make sure that these things 
are never seen or heard from again, essentially. Because we've also told you where the map, we've also told you where the map is, and you have access to the map. And whoever you know and work for has access to the map, so they could certainly find these things again. Well, um, quick update. I've done some work in the time since we last spoke, and uh, I actually have an, an update for you on um, Rafas. I dispatched a team to investigate the device and uh, to uh, assess uh, options, safe options for dealing with it, and the team found it to be unfunctional. Which that's team? Uh, me looking at everyone. Okay, so that's worse, right? <laughs> For us, anyway. Like, that's... Why were we able to use it, then? Did they, what? Did, they didn't... Uh, uh, Oswald Octavian Theophilus III here. Yes, uh, please. Now... God, dear. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Ozzy, Ozzy, we're on hologram. You don't have to, like, announce. He can tell No, it's you. important no, no, no. that... People remember the full name. Okay. It's important yeah. that he raises his hand, too. It's really important. Keep doing that. He, he's practicing As, for press uh, conferences, guys, okay? Yes, yes. Uh, did they happen to say how the device appeared? Uh, did it just not work when they tried to interface with it? Or did it very clearly appear to be not operational, if that makes any sense? When we first saw it, it was very clearly... <laughs> Uh, on and activated and was clearly used. So uh, what did they say about what they saw? Well, they were able to enter into the dig site and you had told me, you had reported that you had encountered a a distortion surrounding the, uh, the device. And no such distortion was found. Who? The thing that you described at the bottom with the pillar uh, in the center and with the uh, wire frame app of the galaxy, uh, the pillars were still there. But the wireframe galaxy was just in pieces on the floor. Oh shit, it's, it was haunted. It was haunted the whole time, you guys. Moon's haunted. What? Moon's haunted. Rufus is haunted. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I... also, I've also looked into the research team that was there. They're all dead. Okay, great. Good to know. No, no, no. Uh, the researchers from uh, Volenkin University, um, they apparently in their research were never able to make it past the distortion field. Since they returned after the attack by the children of A-Tier, uh, the lead researcher, uh, university rules prohibited giving the name, though I assume it's some poor, unfortunate graduate student. Oh, I'm uh, sure it's all available has on the meta. gone on sabbatical following some sort of mental breakdown, and uh, my agents can no longer locate them. Oh, great. Hmm. So, don't have to worry about anyone locating the devices with the map. Yeah. Okay. Honestly, yeah, that's, that's good. Honestly, that's honestly least. the team I dispatched, their, their orders were to assess the device and figure out the safest way to render it inoperable. So, teams 
that somehow that is already taken care of. Okay, let's. We can have a crisis later. Let's pen one in for later. Moving on, <laughs> we'll take this one as a win. So we have this pillar and this bowl. Now, the bowl that was taken from Jaretta. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was taken Thank from Akalar, the, planet, the planetoid Jaretta, particularly. When we saw it being taken, it seems that it caused some sort of cascading effect within the uh, forest. And there's like a bunch of big fungus lizards running around and like people can't live there anymore. So we thought about putting the bull back on Charetta to see if we solve that problem so that like the people who were displaced can like go back home. Thoughts? One moment. Let me consult with someone who knows more about God's tech. Uh, Mr. Zinn looks out the window at the sun. And the hologram aboard the Tiresian fuzzes for a long moment. And when it comes back into focus, it does so sharply and suddenly with a, a, a quick snap. And Mr. Zinn, you are aware after discussing matters that tough to say. Fun. Okay. Um, so, so when when you said consult someone who knows more about God's tech, you meant someone who knows just about as much as the rest of us. <laughs> the the thought you get is that whatever the ecosystem on Jaretta was that was keeping guard of the God's tech would probably keep doing so if it was returned there. Well, I think that the on the information I've received, the line of thought that you have, uh, which I honestly agree with, um, God's tech is very strange. Turning it would probably resolve the issue. Probably. If it does not resolve the issue, then obviously the Cole Foundation will work with the people of Akalar uh, in whatever way that they require to settle, if possible, Jaretta. Yeah, mm, that might not go down the way you folks, us folks, think it. I think it's worth trying then, if that seems reasonable to you. All right. It does. It does. Uh, I think. God's tech behaves in strange ways, but sometimes if you the shiny orb back where it came from, the problem just ends. As far as the other piece of technology... Yeah. We have no idea what effect, if any, has been had on Arlgev with removing that one from 
the sent the uh, it wasn't like a shrine. It was it looked like a uh, it's like an underwater like an facility. underwater yeah like an underwater facility yeah. Oh, so well, we're yeah. Quite frankly, something with the ability to annihilate Aether, like you say. Not exactly comfortable with that existing. Right? Yeah, it's bad. Mm. You touch it? How, how, like, how does it, does it just go near it? Like, how, how, how? You can kind of point it. Yeah. Uh, you can aim it. Mm. Uh, oh. Like a weapon, mm. almost. Mm. At least that's how it was used when we saw it in action. Yeah. The the center well, there's not really a it's kind of can we pull up the camera feed? Can sure. the ship do that? We can just like pull up the yeah. I will I will point out to Mr. Zen that there is atheum glass like in it. Yeah. Um again but, it is hmm. several rods of atheum glass suspended seemingly free floating. Without yeah. <laughs> with four quarter circular panels on the outside of those also seemingly free floating made of some kind of weird stone or ceramic. We've kind of <laughs> left them alone as much as possible. None of us probably really for the know best. they work. It's probably for the best. Um so you're all in agreement that this item is horribly dangerous. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And you think of any possible upside to anyone ever using this. Nope. No. Okay. Nor can I. Um, there is exceedingly dangerous to orp beyond the edges of the galaxy. There are a few roving black holes out there where you could potentially, or someone could potentially drop this thing. I would go with one outside the galaxy because just in case something terrible happened, um, I want to destroy the galaxy. Mm. Yeah. We we had kind of talked about like tossing yeah. it into a black hole or a sun or something. We just weren't sure if that would work. Wouldn't how toss it into a dangerous. star. Stars tend to be Stars are where eight are one of the certain stars are one of the few environments where atheum actually is able to form. So tossing that into a star might be bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, it looks like we're going with Duma's plan. We're just going to go to the edges of the galaxy and yeah. kick it off the ship. Damn. We should have put bets on, on a, those solution uh, options. Cause Duma, you'd be yeah. rolling uh Space credits or whatever we use. Jewels. They're, they're jewels. Jewels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, science. Duma was mostly joking. I um, know. That's the best part. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's not as though we're actually going to get it inside the black hole, but I mean, you just you warp in. It's horribly dangerous, but just on the edge of the event horizon and the airlock in the right direction and just... Time dilation, take care of the rest. Yeah. Duma will have to do some reading. 
there is maybe astrophysics journals to figure out where proper black hole is? Yes. Jay could potentially help with that. Um, it's hard to look beyond the galactic rim astral sea, but it's doable. Yeah. Whoa. Could help Wizard with like, stuff. computations and shit. I mean, we have some tracking on where these moving black holes are, but beyond the galactic rim, they're very hard to track because there's not a lot of stuff between. It is a lot of nothing. Yes. The black hole is just even more nothing. It is super so nothing. So, uh, shame. Using astrophysics might be able to uh, locate a general path of that one is supposed to take, but Shay would probably be able to uh, give you a more precise location. If you feel um, uh, up to the task of uh, turning into the astral sea and talking about, yeah, I could do that. So. Duma will shoot you a questioning look, Shay. Okay. Yeah. So, on to the um, other matters at hand, which would be the lack of trust. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, you're doing okay so far. You don't seem to be, like, super suspicious or anything with what you've been suggesting. I've like we've only <laughs> talked to you like two times, so sent you messages. Trying to, yeah, but like, understand? Yeah, just trying. I mean, to build it up, you know. Of course, and and our first meeting was an, just an introduction. I thought that there was potential in your team. And I wanted to see how you would form in circumstances uh, and with some more access to resources. And I'd say you've done quite well. You prevented the children of Aetir from well, doing whatever the, what is that they were going to do. Harcourt, you said you flipped him. So what did he reveal? I mean... Quite frankly, he didn't know a ton of specifics. He wasn't super high up in the organization or anything. But, you know, he knew the layout of their hideout, their their base of operations. And he told us about what the things did and what they were planning to do with them. And helped us in the, the final uh, confrontation. Actually. All made it out alive. Yeah. Wonderful. Glad to hear it. So, should I expect to hear more from the children of Aetir in the future, or is this unresolved issue? Almost positive they're all dead now. It's an unfortunate solution to the problem. Yeah. Also, if anyone no. by the name of Red of Red's dogs contacts you, you don't know us. <laughs> we, we don't, yeah, we don't, we don't know him. We don't know you, <laughs> and vice versa. Yeah. Noted. I know at our initial encounter um, that I 
leaned heavily or seemed to lean more heavily into uh, an assessment of your combat skills. Reason I did that was to attempt to gauge how ready for danger you actually are or were. Not comfortable sending people on suicide missions. I mean, I'm not trying to speak for the group here, but uh, we did, I mean, talk about this quite in depth. And really, I think the only reason that we ended up actually going to their base of operations and trying to do anything about it was when we found out that they had two things in their possession that could potentially annihilate all of the Aether in the galaxy. I think originally we were planning to find this Harcourt dude, get information from him, figure out where they were, and then leave it to someone else. That would have been reasonable. That would have been completely acceptable. But because of the nature of these pieces of God's tech, we didn't trust anyone in a position of power that could deal with something like that to do it and then, you know, not like be like, okay, these things are ours now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The fact right. the fact that you are giving us solutions on how to destroy this thing is uh it goes a long way in my book yeah. at least. Right. Well well that's good. That's good. So I suppose, um what questions do you have? I attempt to be as open as possible keep in mind there are some things that I might not be able to talk about but I do <laughs> believe me when I say that I understand exactly how frustrating it is to get vague answers from a superior the lights in your office dim slightly Mr. Zinn oh what questions can I answer I have a bigger problem I need your help with so if anyone else wants to go first yeah, I mean, should we, should you bring that up? That's kind of, I feel like maybe kind of time sensitive. Yeah, I mean, you're on a roll so far, so. Yeah, I have not, not to, a lot. Not to off, not to off track us. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I am a little self-conscious about how much I've been talking. So I just, I don't want to make anyone feel like I'm hogging the whole conversation, you know. No, by all means, Shay. That's in character and out of character? Yeah. <laughs> no, keep talking. Go. Okay. In character and out of character. You're doing a great job. Keep going. Uh, um... Duma will raise a hand. Yes, uh, yeah. Duma. Will there be improved health benefits if we keep working for Coal Foundation? Excellent question. This is Duma question. is particularly interested in dental care. Dental care is very important. <laughs> as you should, yes. I'm curious as, as to if there's life insurance for this. Amari um, has so many kids. Did you not read the benefits packets? No. 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 <sighs> Why does no one read the benefits packets? Well, they're quite Thick. long. Yes. Yes, I mean, they're, they're quite I, long for I a reason. I did read through them, but uh, yes, I can see why someone would bounce right off. It's a dense document, but um, Duma, her dental care is completely covered. Oh, Duma has no more questions. Um, and yes, you 
everyone in the Cole Foundation has robust life policies. I believe you all were instructed to fill out a next of kin or beneficiary payout. Mm. Did you not? I don't remember signing anything. Duma signed so I many didn't. things. Mm. Yeah, I, I had someone for that. For Amari to write down the names of all of his many children. I. Mm. Well, it wouldn't left... go to the kids. It would go. I don't know what his relationship with his ex wife is. Which one? Oh, Ooh. snap. <laughs> no, not in character. Uh. Amari, I think you need to tell your team about your family life a little more. Why? This no, is this is so much. Yeah, this is <laughs> so is, much no, more fun. Listen, I don't. I One don't. day they'll figure it out, but listen, today's not that day. Not at this rate. No. <laughs> I don't think he has ten kids, but it's so funny to think about. I'd bump those numbers up. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, probably has three or four litters. Yeah, exactly. It's what I'm saying. Many, yeah, many lit- children. Litters are at least seven or eight. Yeah. So many kids. Mm-hmm. How does he write that many letters home? I don't know. I don't. Ice cold. You said you had an issue. <laughs> yeah. So on Asclepsis. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you can be mad at me all you want. I trust me, I deserve it. For how long I've not been saying anything about this. So we. Why don't we tell them what's going on there? With the Fae and the... Just do it. I mean, we might as trust. well, and you need his yeah. help. Hey. So, hey. if you've already trust heard some of this... Ways. If you've already heard some of this, great. If you haven't, awesome. On Asclipsis, we found a like, weird sub-basement that was owned and operated by Aegis Tech Solutions. Aegis. Um, that was a bunch of people in a dive... Oh my god, why am I forgetting the name of everything? Diving rigs. Diving rigs. I just couldn't remember the word rig. They were in a bunch of uh, Aegis Tech uh, employees in diving rigs that were uh, hunting and capturing Fae in the Metanet and then putting them onto data chems. And then just like have this. There were so many data chems there. And unfortunately, Unrelated, the building caught on fire, and we were only able to get five storage bins, around five storage bins of these data cams out of the building, recovered. And I spent a few um, months evaluating the data, trying to get an idea of who or what were in these data cams. To see if, I don't know, someone from a fake court was missing or, I don't know, something. Something, trying to figure out anything about this data that I could try to figure out how to get these fae back to where they came from or something. And then we did this. And they were all in a kind of data preserve. But they're all gone now? Except for one. The one that was the... Uh, largest size of, of data, more or less. And I don't know why. I don't know how it happened. I don't know anything about the one that's still in there. And the only way I'm going to is if I go in there. And that's super dangerous, I know. 
and I don't even know how to make it even remotely less dangerous. And you're the only person I know that could possibly have any solutions to that. Have you... What's the battery status? Hey, Mac, what's the battery status? I mean, you've been using your own Aether or ship power to keep them yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Okay. I just have to eliminate the, the, the surface level oh, things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You're, you're good. You're good. This is IT 101. I got you. You can't turn it off and turn it back on mm-hmm. again. That'd be bad. Yeah. It'd be murder. Yes. Well, not much of a meta diver, but typically the way that diver runs into issues okay, uh, in inhabiting their body uh, or, or some such uh, is coming back through the system. Right. In the body. Um, yeah. There are typically safeguards in place, all that, but as a wizard, however, you could remotely access it. Now, there is still danger, but uh, it might take the whatever Fay is in there a bit longer to figure out how to make the jump over. Whoa, I think it just... Yeah, yeah. Now, not saying that's not still horribly dangerous, but um, is one way to do it. Uh, another way would be to oh, load it into a system. Yeah, right. That's what I was thinking about. But I mean, you got to be really careful about what system you load it into, right? Fair. What are you storing it in now? I, I honestly don't remember, like, the, the details of, of what it is, but it's, like... You isolated a data pad, essentially. Yeah, yeah. It is non-networked, isolated yeah. data pad. Effectively a laptop. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, each of our, um, of our uh, ships uh, is equipped with a large... Um, data storage system uh, uh, for backups of planetary systems. Uh, surely that'd be large enough. Or you could requisition it on the Storm's Impose. Yeah. My my worry with doing it on the Storm's Repose is, is that it is a ship that supports like, what, hundreds of thousands? Oh, no, but in the remote, in the the disconnected memory bank, we have yeah. a large yeah. one that can uh, be transported on world to create backups of critical systems. See, the and... problem is we already tried to requisition that. No, no, no. Oswald tried to requisition that. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, Oswald the hasn't quite figured out the requisitions process. I, th- I asked very nicely. Do you, do you give a reason? Oh, he did. Uh, what was it again, mm. Oswald? Um, I don't remember the specific wording, but pretty it was sure f- it was fiddle it, about. Yeah, that's no, about the ballpark of it. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, that's. Yeah, that explains it. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, I guess I will be doing that next time. I mean, I feel like I've got a rapport with uh No, with, uh, no. I no. would say no. that you don't. Mm. 
Yeah. However, um, this sounds like it might be more time sensitive than that. Yeah, that's the mm. the only other thing is that I I don't know how or why the other things depleted left I died. I don't know. Oh, you. Uh, it looks like you haven't used very much of your discretionary fund, so you could always do so. Go stop by a planet and pick something up. That's true. Shop shopping spree. Shopping spree. How big do you think it need to be? How large is what's currently held in the system? Okay, so that are a little bit bigger. And is it compressed at all? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. You don't know. No, I don't know. Because you don't know what uh, Agus Tech did to those Fae. No. They're in a zip drive. Whatever you do, be very careful. If you would prefer... Though I imagine this leads to a similar endpoint we had with the, uh, the large data cache that you found. Have people that could do something, could dispatch someone to very fast ship that can make very long jumps uh, to meet you. You want to pass it off. I understand if you don't want to. Because as we've been discussing, this is all still very new. Yes, and it's not so much the trust thing. Might be a little bit of it, but I have a responsibility. It, regardless of how the Fae are, I I have a responsibility to see this through. I did my best right. to... We did our best to recover as many as we could, and I did my best to try and give them a little more room while I tried to figure out how to help them, and I have responsibility to figure out what I did wrong and see if I can fix it. Right then. With your discretionary fund, make a bigger isolated system with some sort of interface. Could. <laughs> you could rig up a hollow display. Yep. I could do that. Would uh, conceivably allow you to interact with whatever it is inside. Yeah. Could work. It could work. Um, I'm, 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 I'm relatively all right with with searching through documents and and like. But like I said, I don't don't deal with meta diving and really going into too into technology or, or dealing with the Fae too much. Specialties lie in other places, so. I can guide you down possible tracks, but I, I can't give you concrete answers on this matter. I I really appreciate your advice. I would definitely advise that you uh, you pick up something soon and try and resolve that quickly. Yeah. I did mention the storms propose, and I do have an update uh, as far as that is concerned. Um, they storms propose is uh, still uh, aiding uh, in the uh, recovery effort efforts, the resettlement efforts on Noku, the Rini homeworld. Uh, so, oh, yeah. we're still there. We plan on being there for quite a bit longer. Uh, I have confirmed um, that uh, communications have been sent between uh, Victoria Savaro and members of her family 
indicate that you are dead. So, long as she doesn't send another update to against that, and conceivably, so long as you don't pop up on any Aegis Solutions security feeds, you should be in the clear. So, I suppose if you want to wash your hands of the situation, you can. Well, this does bring up an interesting point. Uh, I, I I don't think that any of us are necessarily done with the well, the Cole Foundation. Um, I, I suppose this is an excellent time to bring up. How should we proceed? Obviously, you suggested we turn uh, uh, Silvaro, but. Uh, perhaps a bit of direction on that. She thinks we are dead. Uh, obviously, that is about to change as soon as we pop up. Um, but, yes, uh, perhaps a bit of guidance there. I, I suppose I could manufacture some technical difficulties. Uh, could only Would probably only buy you a few turns, uh, but is possible to delay her communications off the storm's repose. Mm. At least temporarily. It's not a lot of time. Yes. Um, it is a yeah. tenuous situation that you find yourselves in. Uh, you return to the storm's repose. You reveal yourselves to still be among the living. And maybe she immediately sends off communication. Or maybe she doesn't. Maybe he doesn't know how to handle this situation. Once again, uh, the information that uh, I have on hand about Victoria Silvaro indicates that she does want to do good. Wouldn't have put her on board if we didn't think that. Believe that currently her family has her over a barrel. Well, you probably understand better than most. Your family tells you to do something and well, do it. Orion, I believe that you probably understand that as well. I was just about to be smug about the <clears throat> dig it all. Sorry, thank you. <laughs> I was just about to be smug about that dig it Oswald, but yeah. <clears throat> I understand myself. Familial obligations can be hard to deal with. Yes. Question of how exactly she'll react to your reappearance is in the air. Part of the gamble. Now, you could secretly um, return to the Storm's Repose and then attempt to make a move. You could, uh, as we had discussed several uh, turn spans ago, uh, attempt to blackmail her with the data cache you have. I'm not sure if you've been able to make any progress on uh, decoding any of the information in there. Um, not during this mission, unfortunately, but that is something that I plan on getting back to. Perhaps blackmailing is not... Hmm the correct 
uh, least strategy. Uh, perhaps instead it might help enlighten Victoria. And possible. I I feel as though I should clarify something. Uh, let's let's take a step back for a moment. Um, sometimes in the pursuit of making the galaxy a better place, do things that don't like. Obviously, I wish that children of Aetir weren't all dead. Too bad. I wish that Toria Silvaro wasn't as tied to her family as she is. Provides possible options for the Foundation. But been reviewed her file, I think that she her skill set is useful enough. Her family, familial connections really matter at the end of the day. What I'm asking you to do, what I'm turning her turning her against her family, wish it didn't have to be like that. Wish that this wasn't the course of action. Um, you can find a better way than it. Told you before, I'm not the one on the ground. I'm back here. I'm in the office. Uh, I I don't really get to make those calls anymore. Uh, I let the teams do what they think is best. So when it comes to dealing with Victoria Savaro, could just try being open and honest. No family as asking you to do things that all counts it appears you're not comfortable with doing don't have to do those things anymore perhaps that'll be um, an avenue that we pursue um, yes typically I would let a team ease a team into these sorts of situations more slowly over time it's only with your specific circumstances regarding uh, Aegis Tech Solutions and the data that you found that has really complicated matters. This would all move much more slowly. There would be time. Fortunately, in this case, time is kind of of the essence. Could buy on her. Have a secret way onto the storm's repose. You could track of her um any options i believe that the ship you went with is equipped with really substantial sensors that is definitely correct yeah quite impressive i would proceed cautiously know that whatever the course of action you decide do in in this i'm trusting you I'm trusting that you will make the right call. Obviously, with how you handled this last mission, I think that proves that you at least know the right direction to go in. So, job. I, I do think that we in upper management would like to bring you more into the fold. This isn't about pay. If you're doing this for pay 
you're in the wrong line of work. But if there are any crises or items of concern that you think that the Cole Foundation should look into, then we're more than willing to hear you out on them. We're trying to just help people. We're trying to make the galaxy a better place. So anything you can think of to help that mission along, let us know and see what we can do. You can trust Dr. Ost. He's been on a great deal of this. There are people on that ship, eight people, that deserve your trust. They could be powerful allies. So, do you have other questions for me? Well, that's, that's it from me. Sorry? <laughs> Are you? I'm trying to think of something that would be important to ask Zinn uh, that doesn't pertain to the questions that we've just asked, and I can't think of anything that is direly pressing. Any questions you might have about the Cole Foundation in general, or his position or your position in said foundation? Who is the Arch Proctor? Um, I'm assuming that's one of the ones that, like, all of the things that I want to ask are things that, like, he can't talk about, so. <laughs> I don't know unless you ask. <laughs> Florian, do it. Just do it. Just... What? No. Not Fine, me. I'll do it. Um, yeah. Who's the, uh, who's in charge? Uh, I'll try and give you as direct of an answer as I can. Mm, okay, um, figured it'd be something like this. <laughs> I've been working for the Cole Foundation for 60 years. The Arch Proctor showed me that views I had when I started working for this foundation asked similar questions. I was just as cynical as you were, you are, uh, regarding this organization. The Arch Proctor showed me that it's not, it's not false. We're actually doing what we say we are. I've tried to always be nothing but forthright with you. Sorry. And the cat in Mr. Zinn's office is making their presence known. <laughs> oh, no. So. See, I think Mr. Zinn is now just completely off his rocker, and he he takes his orders from a cat. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Fluffles, um, the arch proctor. <laughs> yeah. What's your opinion of your friendly bartender, Ums? No. Do you trust Ums' opinion? They're a good on, listener. On cocktails, yeah. Never made me a bad one. Ask Hum what they think of the Arch Proctor. That's fair. Ask. Oh, are other people that know the Arch Proctor, but don't know them as well. Cole Foundation has a very long history. We haven't always been known by this current name. We have a long history of attempting to make the galaxy a better place. And the Arch Proctor has been there to guide us along. No, could actually ask Axel Amandito. Fuck no, no, not doing it. I'll that. do it. Do I'll, it. I'll, I'll wait, ask Axel Amandito Axel, that. Axel, wait, Axel Amandito knows the Arch Proctor. 
Is Axel Amandito <gasps> oh the constructor? No. No. Mm-mm. Okay. Very much no. Okay. That's probably for the best. Right <laughs> the okay. That is mission number one when we get back to the service post. Okay. Mm. okay, so before this question got asked that is Axel Amandito or anything like that, in my brain I was like, it's going to be Axel Amandito just to twist that knife. And- <laughs> um, but cool, cool, great, and cool. <laughs> One day, once I have approval, take you to meet the Arch Proctor. Promise you that, and hopefully, then you'll understand. No, no, that this answer is not satisfactory because I basically received this exact same answer from my predecessor when I was in your position. I called bullshit. Uh, and eventually I reached the point where I was was taken to meet the Arch Proctor and uh, I understood. If you, uh, if you don't mind me asking, who was your predecessor? Well, didn't hold my exact position. Um, we're a very kindly person that didn't deserve what happened to them in the end. I don't think you'd know them, uh, but... Probably not. They were Urtaro, and they did not agree with what the Minos Dominion was doing. So they wanted to make the galaxy a better place, and they found the whole foundation, worked their way up, Showed that they were they were true in their intent, and eventually they were trusted with position of managing teams of fully like-minded people to go out and do things that help but are very dangerous. We'll probably be sending you into horrible danger at some point, and. I want you to know now that you're presented with a situation where it's finish the mission and die or come home. I would always prefer you to come home and die on the mission. Very, very rarely we ever consider that to be worth it. Okay? Only when it's most narratively interesting. Well, of course. Mm-hmm. For a moment, the crew of the Tiresian, Oracle Zero, you're not quite sure what it is you're seeing. If it's some kind of emotional distortion in the etheric projection that Mr. Zinn is somehow interfering with, if it's some kind of odd distortion on your end, but there is a moment where the the hologram changes. And it's a flicker, it's a moment. It barely lasts more than two seconds. But there are golden steps leading you don't know where, but there are blood on those stairs. You have other questions for me. As I said before, I'm happy to answer them. I hope I can give you satisfactory answers. Anyone else? Uh, yeah. Like, did we just, did everyone see yeah. that? 
Sorry, the, uh, just Mr. Zid, there was a bit of a, a distortion in the sig signal. An image was conjured. Um, Do bloody stair? Does a bloody staircase mean anything to you? And the lights in Mr. Zinn's office become apologetic for a moment. Yes. Us. Oh, let's say, let's put it this way. Back to the storms of pose. Deal with your situation with your uh, sequestered fay. Back to the storms of pose. Deal with Victoria Silvaro, however you, you see fit. And I think then, I think then I'll be guiding you to my office to meet with the Arch Proctor. Oh, okay. I'll have to brush up on your navigation skills. It's not some place that you can just get to. Okay. I'll, oh, and the one time that I don't have the notes about the people who are on the ship is the one time that I need to know that person's name. Uh, which person? The navigator of the Storm's Repose. I'm opening the, the navigator as we speak. is second class Halcyon. Halcyon uh, for this thought. Yeah. I'll check in. I'll touch base with Halcyon and have her give me some crash course stuff. I passed the class. It's just been a while, okay? I was cheating. Maybe not a I crash think. course. <laughs> uh, true, yeah. Rem remember, remember that when you enter the Astral Sea, you just want to touch the energy of the ship. Grab it, or pull it. Just right. touch it. Right. Well, I think I've been called to a meeting. So. I think I'm going to have to go unless there's anything else. Right then. No, yeah. I think we're all right. Oh, go use your discretionary fund. I Shopping. useful things. And uh, you can call more often if you really want to. You know, you don't have to wait until things are higher. Same. Turn spans. We're about to go to a death world. Yeah. Florian, that's not, not to say that there's anything wrong with your home system, but it's a death world. I mean, we were there and <laughs> literally everything tried to kill us. So I'm waiting for Florian to be not... like, yeah, isn't it great? Like, but I mean, <laughs> yes. Sorry, there was a little puppy dog scratching at the window just a couple seconds ago so I couldn't respond. Uh yeah, you say you say that like there's something wrong with it being a death world that it's just not most comfortable living situation for everyone. I think it's an acquired taste is I, I believe how it is perceived by those who inhabit it, it, it as far as I can tell. So Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Duma is still of the opinion that we fly over and push the ball off back of ship and never land. Just over the big tree. Yup. Yeah. Um, oh. Jay, you just mm -hmm. 
hover and lower it with your telekinesis? Yeah, sure. Yeah, you you took that one, correct? That was one of the. Is that a class? I would assume. Oh, that's a no. <laughs> I mean, really enough, with, I have it. Yeah, within <laughs> your field of influence, you should be able to affect almost any object. That's how I lifted Mari back in space. I just. Did him with telekinesis. I can lift people with telekinesis? Do what not lift fuck? me with telekinesis, Shay. I try to lift Oswald with telekinesis. And there's a moment where, Oswald, you feel yourself losing touch with the floor oh. of the ship, and oh. he's His little just... legs kicking. Whoa. Don't put him don't you dare ever put him down. Oh, my God. This is what it looks like from this high up. <laughs> How high um, up did you get it? Did you get Oswald? Is he just like a foot taller, like yeah, higher up two, now? Two feet off the ground, yeah. yeah. Pretty, this is pretty far off the ground. If it, um, wow. Oh, lovely. If you wouldn't mind putting me back down, that would be. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you. Gently. Thank yeah, yeah, you. I will. Oh, wow. Ooh. How early did you drop out? <laughs> Look, it was like eight months before, eight turn spans before graduation. But like, I'll be real with of, you. Of, of, of basic education. Right? There's no way you made it to, you're, you're not even old enough to actually have graduated from. Well, yeah, I am. You don't, you don't graduate until you're from actual wizard courses until you're about 36. When did I drop out then? Are there two graduations? Yeah, I mean, go through your preliminary schooling where we teach you your letters and your numbers and yeah. how to control we're your find- powers. We're finding out that no. Jay has a GED. <laughs> no. Essentially Not have a wizard GED. Not even... No, because, like, Mike and I have talked about this. Like, Shay is a- about 27, 28, and dropped out at, like, 23. Mm-hmm. You dropped out just before second grade graduation. Oh. Friend. Friend. You're being sent on death missions. Wow. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, right? It's almost mm-hmm. like you don't even fucking need to. Go. Um. All right. I'll I'll have Halcyon provide you, Wizard Halcyon, provide you with some primers. I can't believe I sent you into the astral sea. Right. Listen, I'm not dead yet. Remember how I said I don't want to send people to their deaths. Yeah, but, like, remember, I'm only, like, 12 or whatever. Anyway, I hope that... I hope that it goes well. (laughs) hope the end of this call goes well. I'm going to go lift some more shit with my mind (laughs) later. (laughs) Boy, I'ean... I'm so sorry, I had no idea. Great smarts! 
You get the one friend that's like really interested in like, oh, suddenly they're just really into juggling. And just like every time you see them, they're just juggling. Mm. Oh, like I said, I think I need to go uh, have a chat with someone. And um, try not to let them break too much of the ship exploring their powers. Hey, we, we have a special, like, section of the continent that we put the wizards at this stage on, and... The playroom. <laughs> it's a little... Oh, they're it's like a McDonald's play place. Yeah. <laughs> it's an island made of Nerf, basically. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the it's... Isle of Nerf. Or nothing. Nerf Welcome or nothing. to the ball pit sea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All the doors have foam edges to them. None of the all the sockets have protectors <laughs> oh. on them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That sounds rad. So the rest of you bid well, Mister Zinn a fond farewell, or at the very least, a farewell. A coolly polite farewell. <laughs> Until we speak again. And as Oracle Zero disconnects. Mr. Zinn, you are left alone in your office, but never truly alone as you stare out the windowless screen briefly towards the sun in the distant horizon, and the lights give a bit of a nervous flicker. The one that fucked it up. And the lights dim slightly, and then another projection appears near your desk. Blood on a golden staircase, a staircase on the side of a massive golden ziggurat somewhere on the planet Minos. Right. All right. Go. Oracle Zero. With your conversation with Mr. Zinn behind you, and your next steps ahead of you, it is fairly clear what you can accomplish with what you have available to you is easily and readily available. Figuring out the projected path of a (laughs) transgalactic black hole, while that sounds complicated, is less complicated than you think, given the available astrogation technology and the fact that you do have a wizard on board. So... Pushing the Annihilator out into the depths of a empty hole in space is something that is completely within your grasp at this moment. Shoving a bowl with Shay's newfound telekinetic powers out the back of your ship and lowering it carefully back towards Big Tree, putting that thing back where it came from or so help me, Oh, help me. And cut. Again, easy enough. Dropping off Harcourt at a planet of his choosing, making it easy for him to take a circuitous route back to a recruitment facility of the Cole Foundation. Simple enough. Creating a holographic display module for the data preserve. Again, with the resources at your disposal... 
simple. And so after about a week and a half's worth of travel and dropping off at various locations, you find yourselves ready to head back to the storm's repose. It will be another journey to reach its current location, which is in the very midst of the southern reach. Fairly far from where you are, galactically speaking. There is a quick route. With your discretionary funds, you can access one of the Jin gates nearby to get there nearly instantaneously. That's true. Yeah. But Shay, you are left with the decision to turn on that holographic display linked up to that data preserve as you begin this trip back towards the storm's repose. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do this alone? Do you have others with you? I mean, I need to have a spotter. That's metadiving 101. Mm -hmm. In theory, this I... is not metadiving. This is... Well, but like, it's but yes. there's a similar principle that like... Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Know, cave diving and spelunking are different things, but I'm sure the safety protocols are at least a little bit similar. You're not wrong. I don't think that any of my companions have any metadiving experience. Uh, so oh yeah, I, tons. I will. Honestly, Amari's experience with the mech oh, might be true. the closest thing interfacing Actually, with the mech. Actually, that's a good point. So I'd probably give Amari like a rundown of like, okay, here's what I'm going to be doing. Here's what to look out for, for, you know, shit going wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, here are, you know, things that you can do, et cetera, et cetera. So an eject button. Something goes wrong. What's what would like do I just unplug what I'm just tell I I don't know. Like Elliot, the Again, player doesn't in know. In theory, so all this should allow the thing inside your data preserve to do is communicate externally with you. Yeah. So if something goes wrong, smash the data preserve. I can yeah. do that. But then it lets Great. all the ghosts out into New York City, and then what happens? <laughs> well, Fuck. then yeah. the EPA is the true villain here. Yeah, always has been. Weird. Always Weird will be. Angle for that movie. Yeah, so, yeah um, very strange. Besides Amari, anyone else helping out or bearing witness? Yeah, Oswald, uh, if, you want to watch? Yeah, if Shay mentions it, Florian would be there. Oh yes, yeah. I'm quite curious as to what has <laughs> transpired within these uh yeah like within this data pad i want to meet a friend or not friend case very well maybe or given that they're uh, a, a fey entity very ambiguous so you do this with the whole of oracle zero assembled yeah i mean if everyone wants to be here let's do it hell if harcourt wants to be here sure whatever so this Harcourt happens Harcourt after Harcourt has disembarked. Okay. okay. That's fair. You make the last connections to this holographic projector. You're not sure if you need to do anything else as you allow this new device to connect with the otherwise isolated data preserve. And just when you think maybe you need to do something on the console itself to initiate this connection the hologram projector itself turns on all by itself that's great 
Mm. Little swirls of light begin to collect above the, albeit small, projection unit that you've bought and constructed next to the data pad. And a figure begins to emerge there. And Oswald, you are immediately struck by this figure. Because about two turn spans ago, a tarot card was drawn depicting something very similar as a figure in darkened armor with a gleaming sword held at the fore begins to manifest above the holographic projector. Ooh. And a ringing voice, sounding as though it is coming from a hollow suit of armor, says, Release us! The life bane of kindling requires freedom! And I think it is there that we're going to leave it off and figure out exactly what to do with the life bane of kindling next time. Oh, beans. Because as always, you can find us online at MatcomRPG on Twitter and Instagram. You can also email us at MaterialComponentsRPG at gmail.com. We always love hearing from all of our listeners. You can find me on Twitter at CryoutOlivia. I am always there talking about D&D and other RPGs and also just a lot of other nerd stuff. So come hang out. You can find me on Twitter at Elliot C. Lewis. I'm an illustrator and graphic designer, doing a lot of tabletop RPG and other fan art. You can also support me on Patreon and Coffee. Links to both of those are in my Twitter profile. You can find me at the Readimus on Instagram and Twitter, where I post jokes and lots and lots of photos of nature. So come check it out. And you cannot find me on social media, but what you can do is support our show by rating and reviewing it on whatever platform you're listening to it on. Please, please, please do so. Indeed, and finally, you can find me personally on Twitter and Instagram at MKGorgoni, where I'm always happy to talk about all things material components. But as always, the world is chaos, so please, be kind to each other. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.